A shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse, and from his roots a bud shall blossom. Hello, this is Father Thomas, and welcome to the Sprouting Stump podcast series, where we reflect on the readings that come to us from the Mass each day. When we take a little time to let the Spirit come upon us, a bud shall indeed blossom in our hearts, so we might be renewed in spirit and strengthened in faith, as we take this time together to enter into that beautiful word that comes to us from God. In today's reflection, Father describes the intensity of God's love and desire for us. Lost sheep of the family. 
How many parents would devote all of their time and energy bringing back that one and almost dismissing the other children and saying, you know what, I'm not going to focus on you. I'm going to focus on this one. But what ends up happening, the other children get resentful and they want to walk away. They think, why are you chasing after that one? He's the black sheep of the family. Why are you even bothering them? This happens all the time. They've made their choice. Let it go. They just ruined things for us. Let them go on and do their own thing. We're a family. The parents say no, because that's my family too. We have to chase after that child, that brother, the sister of yours that's walked away. Even if it means that you're going to choose to walk away too. Now it's destroy the prodigal son. The father risks losing the older brother by taking back the younger brother. And then after the younger brother comes in, you know what he's going to do? He's going to pursue the older brother, even if it risks the younger brother again. And that's the way God operates. What man among you would abandon the 99 to go after the one? None of us. That's the beauty of the story. God always does that, which is beyond our ability to comprehend. His love for us is such that He puts Himself at risk. He will go through that passage, chasing over and over and over again. It wasn't like He was dismissing the 99, but when He comes back, He's going to chasing after them as well. Because every one of them are important, and that's the parable of the golden coins. You notice that he didn't ask the question, who among you would go out with a gold coin? Because everybody would go out with a coin that was lost. He was making the point that every one of my children are equally valuable. But there's one of you to go after you, just like the other one. God is relentless in pursuit of us. He does things that we just can't even fathom who to do. Our first reading today is kind of a comical way of expressing this. You notice in the story that it's the bulletin that when God is talking to Moses, He's talking to Moses and to Moses' people. He says, Your people have disappointed me again. I'm going to wipe them out. No response, God. Moses' responses. God, why would you do this to your people? Neither one of them wanted to claim the people. They were a bunch of disobedient Morons. And I say that because right before Moses went to the mountain, Moses had spoken to the people, know what they said? Yes, Moses, we'll do whatever you say. We're going to hang out here and be good. We're going to honor God. Moses goes up the mountain. After a few days, know what they do? They make a golden calf. And that's when God says to Moses, I have. They've been complaining and whining the whole time of the desert after freedom from Egypt. I'm going to take them out. They broke their covenant already. Now, you're understanding how this works. Because this is important. We talk about covenants. Most people don't understand how that, what that means. In the days of Moses and Abraham, the idea of the covenant was this. We're going to go to an agreement with each other. And whoever violates the agreement deserves death. So if one of them were to kill the other party, nobody would question that. It would be justified because when you enter the covenant, it's expected that you either honor it or you're willing to accept death as a consequence. Which means if God threatens to wipe out the Israelite people, he's totally 
justified in doing that because they understood the terms of the covenant. They knew what God was telling them when He forgave them. Even though you have broken the covenant and you deserve death, I won't do it. But see, Moses responds to God, and this is one of those nuances of the scriptures that you have to understand how the Holy Spirit works. He says, Remember the covenant you made with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. What he's telling you is, Remember the covenant you made with Abraham. And the covenant with Abraham is when God kept the fire pot going between two animals that were split apart. Moses was reminding God, The covenant you made means that the covenant is broken, somebody has to die. And God says, I know, but I will not kill my people. I will kill myself. That's the beauty of what was happening in this. When he forgave the Israelite people, he knew that at the point somebody has to die. What man among you would choose to die? the person who wants to kill you. But man among you would choose to give over money to someone who just stole from you. What person among you would invite to your home the very person who betrayed you? What person among you would throw a feast for the person who just ruined your name? Which one of you would allow somebody else to get promotion who just stole all the credit for your work? The answer is none of us would do that but God would. His love for us is so intense, he does things that we can't even think to do. It doesn't make sense. And God said it's not supposed to make sense because I am God and you are not. And I do what you cannot. So I love you in a way that you will not. And Jesus is trying to get them to wake up to the reality of the infinite nature of God's love and desire for us. We can't even put it into words. It makes no sense. But for God, it makes perfect sense. Because that's what love is. It doesn't do that, which is comfortable, easy, pleasurable. It does that which causes heartache, pain, and suffering. Recognizing in the end, all that is going to mean something. Which one of us would go out with one sheep lost in the desert? Probably none of us. But we should at least consider it. Because God does have to press all the time.